Everybody cheers. Yay. 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 Antler Mayhem. Antler Mayhem. Antler Mayhem. I love you. Please marry me. Srundledore, I want you. (laughs) No, we're still doing the podcast. You can't confess your love. I was saying that as a... You guys were all doing it. (sighs) Bardic. Mystery. They're solving crimes, they're traveling in a party. They're writing songs we don't have time, so come on, let's get started. Bardic Mystery Tour is a 5th edition D&D actual play about a rock and roll band who solves mysteries while they're out on tour. I'm Ed, and I'll be your DM. I'm Emily, I'm playing Flo Calhoun. If you don't know who that is, she's a wood elf and a bard. She's the lead singer of the band Antler Mayhem. She plays the cello. She generally tries to help people, and she's wearing an antler crown and bracers of archery. Hi, I'm Brayton. I'm playing Sammy Stoneslinger. Sammy Stoneslinger is a gnomish bard who plays the drums in the band Antler Mayhem. And I just read on my character sheet that I have a novelty straitjacket that I don't remember where I got it from. Sammy is the best bard of the bunch, and that's the, all I have to say about that. Hi, I'm Grundledore, and I'm feeling old as shit. After we, uh, we did bad in the quiz show. Last time on Bardic Mystery Tour, Flo and Grundledore experimented with Zeta's magical key. Sammy appeared in the ethereal plane and met Fluffy for the first time. Fluffy was not what Sammy expected, and his war-hardened and gruff from his time spent in the ethereal plane battling ethereal marauders. We join Sammy as he continues learning the ins and outs of this strange new landscape. This is Bardic Mystery Tour. You walk for another about 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. You hear, uh, you know, it's like longer, it's like 15 minutes maybe. And then you hear uh, another person, hello? Hello? We walk towards it. And Bri- you hear Brian goes, Brianna? And then you hear Brianna go, Brian? And then uh, they run toward each other, and they're like, what are you doing here? And they're like, I don't know. And Brianna's like, those mad people threw me in a closet. <laughs> what? Who did? Oh, Brianna has a broom with her. Did someone break in the house and force you guys into closets? No, you're stupid friends. Oh, my God. Brian's like, they put me in that trunk upstairs. All right, we got to get back there. They have no idea what they're doing. And Fluffy goes, Brianna. And Brianna's like, oh, my God, is that Fluffy? Fluffy's like, yeah. I'm a changed man. I offer Brianna a cigarette. She's like, I don't I don't smoke. The rest of us are just huffing down with a thousand yard stare. Yeah, once Fluffy saw you had a pack of cigarettes, he'd just been chain smoking the whole time. But like his cigarette's always lit, but it's always just kinda like hanging out of the corner of his mouth. Yeah. Like just by like a wetness. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I tuck one up behind my ear. Yeah, smart. Yeah. Do you roll the pack in your sleeve? Oh, yeah, that's also smart. I roll the pack up in my sleeve instead of putting it in my pocket all the time like an idiot. Okay. All right, so you're continuing on? Yeah. All right. You hear a scuttering, and then out from the shadows, the steam, whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. You didn't even see the shadow coming. It was too quick for you. Jumps. A zill. Oh, no. So it's like six feet tall. Its skin's a deep red. Its head is like elongated. And has mandibles on the front. It's got a scaly carapace. Mm-hmm. Has four arms, two of which are holding swords, two of which are just empty claws. The top, right, and bottom left have swords. Okay. That's the information I needed. Yeah. And then it just has legs. It has, its legs end with like uh, one toe that faces backward and two toes that face forward kind of thing. But they're just feet. Like, who cares? It's wearing some sort of armor-like stuff. On its body, like, um, but it's pretty scant in the armor department. It's more like a metal belt with a loincloth coming off of it. Mm-hmm. But you recognize it as armor. And then Fluffy goes, oh no, a Zill! They're the most deadly! Roll initiative. Ba-da-da. Eight. All right, Fluffy fires his crossbow. All right, Fluffy shoots it. Uh, it's your turn, yeah. Oh, he hits it? Yeah, yeah, Fluffy hit it once. Nice. How far away is it from us? Mm, 30 feet. Do I know anything about them? Are they intelligent? Mm, roll a knowledge check. I gave you a little bit of extra knowledge, too, because I was assuming you guys 
In order to make it so you got the zill in the box pun. 26. Yeah, they're intelligent and they often work in packs and they uh, like coordinate really well. They're like organized. I'm just going to cast Magic Stone again. And then hit him with a stone. Armor class, 25. That's a hit. 16 damage. So Brianna shrieks loudly and runs around behind Fluffy. I'm sorry, can I do that and then toss the other two stones that are made by Magic Stone to Brianna and Brian? Can they throw them? Yeah, so what happens is if I distribute them to people, then they can attack with them using my spell attack bonus. Okay, so you give one to each of them? Yeah. All right, Brianna shrieks loudly and runs around the back of Fluffy. I assume you gave Brian some sort of... Just huck it at his face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I can, I can say, like, hit him with these. Brian gives it a shot. Okay. What's it? How much does it do? Uh, 2d6 plus 5. All right. So it hits the thing right in its face, and it shrieks, and it runs off into the smoke. Oh, no. He's going to go get friends. We got to go after him. I run that same direction after him. All right. You full move. You still have long strider, right? I think I still do. I think it's been like 40 minutes or 45 minutes. So your full move is like 40? No. Your full move is 50? It's set. So it's not a full move. If I, I'm going to dash and then I'm going to move 70 feet. 70? Yeah. How's it 70? Because it's 35 twice. Yeah, yeah. All right. So you run 70. You don't make it 70 feet, though. You run like... Let's say you run straight at it, but you go about 20 feet and you see that there is a giant scorpion 30 feet in front of you and you can continue running. Do you want to like, you can use more of your move. It was just, uh, you should know you see that before you decide what you're doing. Can I still see the Zill? No. Is it okay if I, like if I, if I undash or is that not an option? Cause I took off like I was dashing. Yeah. You can say you just, you hadn't dashed yet. You just moved. Okay. So um, I'll have moved, and then when I see that, I'll just um, hit that with another magic stone. How many did you make? I made three, so I have to cast it again. Okay. Is it a bonus action? Yes, it's a bonus action. Powerful and slumlord throw. Enchanted magical stone. Oh, natural one. All right, you fling your sling with the stone in it. No. Right over the head of the scorpion. It's now on the other side. No, not my ancestral sling. My father will be so disappointed. Then Fluffy lands with a giant thud right beside you. Boom! He fires his crossbow at the scorpion. And misses. It bounces off the scorpion's tough hide. Brian and Brianna both run up behind you, and they just end up close to you. Then the scorpion charges Sammy Stoneslinger. Do your worst. It attacks him with a claw. Well, okay, not that bad. I think he's going to do claw, claw, tail. I want cutting words with tail. Okay. Uh, 22 armor class. Yes, it's a hit. This just says one die. One die what, Ed? You just looked this up. One dies. One scorpion. Six die. damage. Armor class 19. Uh, also hits. Eight damage. All right, the tail. You want a cutting words? Yes. Yourself against me, my words will cut like a knife. Fifteen. Uh, uh, that hits me. All right. You should have done a better cutting words. Your insults suck. He should have freaking rolled that. Fine. You roll your cutting words. Oh, uh, we, we've literally never done it that way. No, then you're not doing it. Get out of here. <laughs> Emily with the cheats. Wait, let me see. Oh, yeah. We always do it that way. I got a ten. <laughs> That's a zero, baby. <laughs> you take three damage. Oh, that ain't bad. And then roll a constitution save against a 12. Well, I mean, I'm not telling you what it is. I got a one. Really? Yeah. But with my modifier, it's a one. You take 14 poison damage. Arg. I mean, I'm still up. It's your turn. I'm going to dodge, and I'm going to tank it. Okay. I'm going to have Gormax out in case it runs away. I can opportunity attack it. All right. Fluffy shoots at it. 
hits it. Then Brian swings his silver dagger and misses. Brianna continues to cower in the back. Can I yell, like, throw that rock at it? All right. She goes, are you sure? And hucks it over top of Fluffy's head. But you said you use your attack modifier, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's my spell attack modifier. Okay. Which is plus nine. All right. She hits it. She just like throws it straight up in the air, just falls down. And yeah, it just lands it. right on it. All right, you want to roll the damage? Oh, sure. 13. All right. Then it swings it. So these are all disadvantage? Yes. Left claw. Right claw. Uh, 13. Misses? Misses. All right. Tail. I think I should cutting words this anyway. Cutting words! My words will cut like a knife. All right. What's lower? Three or three? Uh, can I, uh, nope. S- s- took. I took it back. His armor class three. It misses. All right. Uh, it's your turn. Did anybody hurt it? Uh, Brianna did. I think it's better for me to tank still. I'm going to dodge again, but can I also toss the two magic stones I have remaining to Brian and Brianna? Yeah. All right. Do that. Fluffy shoots at it. All right. Brian throws his magic stone at it. What's your bonus? Nine. Yeah. All right. Roll damage for Brian. Nine damage. Is this a cantrip? Yes. Wow. Yeah, normally I don't have NPCs that would otherwise not attack. True. That's what I was saying. I was like, why does this seem so powerful? But like, nine damage? Yeah. Like, if I gave one to Flo, it's like... She might as well attack. It doesn't, it, she can do more damage with her normal stuff. All right. Roll damage for Brianna. Twelve. All right. It swings at you again. Swings at you again with its right claw. 18. Oh, that hits me. Six damage. Okay. Swings you with its tail. Cutting words. My words will cut like a knife. That's my last one. It hits an eight. Ha ha. What a fool. All right. What are you doing on your turn? I should heal myself. Gormax is like, come on, Sammy. We're here for crushing skulls, not dancing. I'm going to cast Cure Wounds as a fifth level spell. Gormax says, Hurf. Yeah, well, Gormax isn't about to die. Back up to 39 hit points. All right, Fluffy shoots at it. All right, Fluffy misses. Brian swings at it. Oh, Brian hits it. Yeah, Brian. Is that a magical silver dagger or just a silver dagger? No, it's just a silver dagger. It does 1d4 piercing damage. Brian closes his eyes and reaches the knife out in front of him. He stabs the scorpion right in its eye. And its body roils up and it collapses onto its chest, lifeless. Aren't you glad we sent all those people in? Yeah, I mean, that really helped. Then Brian's like, oh my god, is it dead? I look down at it and I spit. I say, looks like you got something new to put in your stew, Brian. I wonder if it turns red when you cook it. Brian's like, uh, that's really scary. I don't think you can eat things like that. Also, immediately, Brian and Brianna level. I think we should short rest. I'm going to tell this crew, like, look, I'm kind of hurting. I need to take a short rest for an hour. Like, let's just all hang out here and just... Fluffy says, all right, we'll buckle down and we'll keep you safe. All right, cool. And then I do a song of rest. So soothing. That's the sound of the ethereal plane. All right, cool. But like um, constantly. Right. And then we get, because of font of inspiration, after a short rest, I get my bardic inspiration charges back, Ooh. which is really why I rested. But now I'm back up to almost full health because I rolled super well on my dice. I rolled an eight for my song of rest and then an eight, a seven and a one from the three hit dice I used. All right. Uh, the one wasn't good, but come on. Flo and Grundledore, you are surrounded by gray smoke and fog in a completely desolate landscape, but you hear a familiar sound not far off. 
It's Sammy's song of rest. Did you hear that, Grundledor? Yeah. I'm sorry, Zrundledor? Zrundledor. Did you hear that, Zrundledor? Yes. I think we should head in that direction. All right. We go. That means he's probably hurting. We know how he rolls, so. Yeah. We go towards it, but I want to draw my bow because this place is creepy. I'll wield my maul. All right. Uh, you're actually close Let's enough. Stealth. I'm going to approach stealthfully as well. All right. Roll a stealth check. See if I can sneak up on Sammy taking a pee or something. 13. Do you want me to be sneaky? Or you can be a decoy. 21. Sammy, you want to roll a perception check? Well, uh, 23. 23. What did you roll, Blow? 21. What did you roll, Grundledor? 13. Sammy, while you're singing your song of rest, you hear footsteps coming toward you. I look over at them. It's Grundledor and Flo. No, it's Grundledor and Flo. I just sit there and act cool. All right. I keep smoking my cigarettes. Right. And whenever they get real close, I go, oh, hey. It's about time you showed up. Sammy, when did you start smoking? Ever since I got sent into the shit. I think since Franklin, man. Oh, have I been smoking since Franklin? I don't know. Didn't Ted Z smoke cigarettes? Dude, Ted Z was pretty cool. Um, Bardic Mystery Tour does not condone smoking. That's true. You guys are actually there soon enough that you can benefit from his song of rest if you need to. I don't. You didn't take damage. No. You didn't use inspirations. Uh-uh. All right. The gang is back together. What what uh what shit have you seen? Oh, I had to smash a lot of skulls. Oh yeah? Good thing you got that Gormax. Yeah, tell me about it. With Sammy Stoneslinger is Brian, Brianna, and an eight foot tall pink bunny mm. wearing uh, a military helmet with an ace tucked into the strap on it. Uh fluffy? Yeah. I'm Flo. Pleased to meet you, Flo. Bad turn of events you guys found yourselves in and end up here on the ethereal plane. Yeah. You guys seen Zeta? Zeta? Yeah. No. We haven't seen Zeta. We thought she was with you safe and sound. She Uh. was with us. And then we called the Zill back uh, so we could ask questions about how to get you out. What? And the Zill in a box. Kidnapped her. Kidnapped her. So then... Brianna starts smacking with a broom. She's like, you got Zeta abducted, you insane people. It was an accident. We're, we were trying to help her, and she was trying to help us, and we were trying to get Sammy back, and then... She made it tried- seem like she was friends with the Zill. Yeah. And us, honestly. She probably made it all up. She's a child. No, um, I'm thinking she didn't, because here we all are. It's not, it's not fake. And then Fluffy's like, great. Now we're all stuck in the ethereal plane. No key. Wait. No door. What? Don't we have the key? Yeah, you have the key. Are you going to show yeah, it to him? Yeah, we have the key. He's like, great, we got the key. But we got to get Zeta out. Yeah, we could leave, but now we have to rescue Zeta. Okay, well. Only because there are irresponsible people that were put in charge of her. I mean, we never put an ad out that said we were good at babysitting. Ever. Not one time. We did accept the job, but... Take it until you make it. Yeah. How are you going to become a success if you don't try? Clearly, this isn't for us. We got to be careful in here, Flo, because all kinds of weird shit falls from the sky. Like what? Well, I ran into these marauders, which are kind of like giant, um, like bird dinosaur things. Bird lizards. Those aren't so bad in themselves. There's like basically nothing bird-like about them. They have pelican mouths, you said earlier. Oh, yeah, they do. What else came out of the sky? Uh, Medusa's head in a sack. Oh, that was us. We killed Medusa, we thought, and put her in. We were trying to figure out how the situation worked. And if we put certain things in, they would disappear. And in that case, we ripped the head off of the Medusa's doll. What? Fluffy's like, you killed Zekka? Well, yeah. (sighs) War is hell. We thought that if she came through and became alive... Which might happen. We didn't know. We didn't want her to be alive because oh, she she's a Medusa. So we put her head in a bag, sent her through, and only the head came through. Her body's still back there. But all she does is sew and play Pinochle. Well, there's, a, there's an armadillo named Zelda. We weren't able to save her. And what else happened? Oh, a giant scorpion came through. Oh, a scorpion. It looks real similar to the ones we fought in the asylum. That's weird. I have no idea where that came from at all. 
Fluffy says, well, that was probably just an ethereal scorpion. They can probably teleport. I bet. Yeah, yeah, I that's bet. exactly <laughs> that what it sounds was. Sounds right. We were reading about the ethereal plane in the encyclopedia. Yeah, there's like a paragraph on it. All right, well, our plan was to go to the Zill Tower and destroy them all with violence or subterfuge and find some sort of key to get back. But if you guys have the key, we should still head there and try to see if we can find Zeta, rescue her, and get out. But this seems like it might be a more manageable task now that we don't have to destroy them all through violence. Because we can just turn them to stone? I don't know if we're going to do wait, that or not, but wait. we got to rescue the kid. We have a broomstick and a Medusa's head. Why don't we put the Medusa's head on the broomstick and then just like pull that bag off every time we need it? Pull that bag off every time. We can just pull it out of the bag with our hands. We don't need the broomstick. I just really liked the idea of it as a puppet. I'm a little bit concerned that you're willing to use the Medusa's head on things that we don't know what they are. And then we're going to have a stone disappeared child that we were supposed to be in charge of. No, we won't use it on Zora. Zella. Zeta. Zelda's dead. Zeta. Zeta. We won't use it on Zeta. All right. On to the tower. I'll hold on to this head. Fluffy says, well, the only problem is we don't know where the tower is. Uh, can we see anything? Oh, we should go the direction that that Zill ran. Oh, yeah. And if you guys want, I can make myself look like a Zill. Do it. It's up to you, but that might be cool. And infiltrate. All right, we go the direction that you say you saw a Zill go earlier. A Zill go? I've said it a zillion times. We go where the Zill went. (laughs) We got there, baby. All right, you keep heading the direction that Zill was running. You travel about a half a mile, and then the lights don't seem so everywhere anymore. There seems to be a part of the sky that has only darkness emanating from it. Oh, I bet that's where we got to go. Yeah, let's go over there. You continue to head toward the darkness, and you see a giant shadow of a tower. The dark tower. You step close enough that you can see the base of the tower... There's a door in it, and there are two Zill standing there, each holding a spear. Guys, do you want me to become a Zill? Yes. And bring the two of you in as captives, so the three of us are together. And we pick a rendezvous point to meet everybody else with us. Or do you want to bring everybody with us? I don't know what's a better idea. What are you into? I mean, I don't know your friends. I don't know how good at fighting they all are. They're terrible, but Fluffy's good. Okay. Is Alter Self... I don't know if Alter Self lets you have more arms. You assume a different form. When you cast the spell, choose one of the following options. While the spell lasts, you can end one option as an action to gain the benefits of a different one. Aquatic adaptation uh, to help me underwater. Natural weapons like claws, fangs, spines, horns, or other natural weapons of your choice. And... Change appearance. You transform your appearance. You decide what you look like, including your height, weight, facial features, sound of your voice, hair length, coloration, and distinguishing characteristics, if any. You can make yourself appear as a member of another race, although none of your statistics change. You also can't appear as a creature of a different size than you, and your basic shape stays the same. If you're bipedal, you cannot use this spell to become quadrupedal, for instance. So that's up to you. I think that's a no. Okay. Well, let me check, see what I have well, here. You can mind. become a two-armed Zill. And I will just use some magic to add two extra arms to your appearance. I'm afraid you're going to use Minor Illusion. I want you to know it's not big enough to do that. Oh, never mind then. All right, well, we could fight our way through. And anybody have an extra shirt we can just, like, stuff? So at a distance, it looks like she has the right amount. And like put like twine like around her wrists and around the like sleeves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, let's go back to that uh, scorpion, cut off two legs and do that. Yeah, now you're thinking. Yeah. Okay. Is that is anyone upset about this plan? No. I feel like that's like wasting a half an hour, like an hour. Right? Okay. Okay, let's just go for it. When this girl is like dying or and something. I'll, I'll walk closely behind you and just like put my arms out. Okay. Or Sammy should, since he's lower to the ground. We could just sneak up on these guys and take them out silently. Okay. I can also dimension door and take one of you through it onto the inside and just Um, bypass the front door. How tall is this tower? It's it's so tall that we can't perceive it. Yeah. I mean, it's like 90 feet tall or something. Okay. Yeah. Let's just go in. Let's just go sneak in and sneak up to the door and see what we can figure out. 
right. Our two sneakiest sneakers should sneak up and All right. jump these jumpies. And I sneak. I'm sneaking up to murder, yes? Yes. I rolled a 20 stealth. 19. We're going to sneak up and try to get him. All right. Going straight for the attack. Do you want me to try and talk to him? I like peace myself, but... You... No, Zrundledor has turned over a new leaf in his old age. Um, do we know if they speak a language that I know? It's only one way to find out. Okay. Um, you get ready to murder. Okay. Oh, okay. And I will plan on talking to them. The only time you saw one speak before is when it was speaking to Zeta. And I couldn't understand it. Right. Yeah, but I could cast tongues. Okay. All right. So I sneak up behind them and. Put my hand on the shoulder of one while casting tongues. Okay. I've got this miniature tower of Babel, and it'll help us to dip and to dabble in deep or in shallow conversation. And then I hope that it turns around and I can say, we're not here to kill you. All right, roll initiative. This is a really good sneak up and take him out move. <laughs> Are you mad? I succeeded your sneaking checks to alert them you're there. Oh, I forgot about that. The rest of the party's waiting back so we don't alert them. Uh, did you roll your initiative? 22. 20. All right, you guys are both first. All right. What do you say to it? I don't want to kill you. I'm looking for someone. All right. It's clearly going to stab you. All right. Then I decide to stab It screams it. like, intruders! All right. That was my action, right? No, no. Go ahead. You cast that spell, and then we rolled initiative. Okay. So talking to it just made it so that I could understand that it said intruders. Yes. It's fine. I'll stab it with my rapier. Okay. 20. Does that hit? Yep. Eight damage. Gondor. Oh, I guess I'll attack with my maul. How far am I from? You could say you're 10 feet if you want, or you could just be five feet away. Like, you're right there. You can you can hit him. I'll just hit him. You're attacking the other one, right? You were sneaking up on different ones? If you were both sneaking up, then you had to go behind them. So you had to come around both sides of the tower. So I'm at one, and you're at the other. Unless okay. you want to run across and fight the other one. I'll whack the one in front of me. All right. Uh, 27 is my hit. That's a hit. 14 damage. Uh, Sam, you can roll initiative, too. Eleven. Well, you're after them. So the one on you, Flo, stabs at you with a spear. I dodge! Did you... Cutting words. That's what I meant to say. (laughs) Pardon me, it came out wrong. With my tongue, sharp as a dart, I'm sure you'll fall apart. I'll use my wit to cut you down. And watch you hit the ground. Does a 16 hit? No. All right, then it slashes at you with one of its claws. Okay, I dodge. Does that mean you're using a cutting word? Clearly no. not, because it takes a reaction. She already did that this round. All right, good. We know the rules. Yeah, we, I know you know the rules. I know every rule. Tells you six damage. Ow! Then it swings you with its other claw and misses. Grondledor, the one swings its spear at you and misses. Yes. And then it swings its one claw at you and misses. And then it swings its other claw at you. 18? Is that a hit? That's a hit. Seven damage. Ooh, okay. Sammy Stone Slinger. I never verbally said, I assumed that I picked up my sling. Yeah, yeah. Before. You, okay. You <laughs> All right. From the scorpion fight. Yeah, yeah. All right, I'm going to cast Magic Stone. Powerful and slung on throne. Enchanted Magical Stone. And I'm going to wing that. How far are we, like, away? Because we stopped so they could sneak up. So let's say you had to be, like, 40 feet away. All right, I'll just move up, whatever, 25 feet. And I'm going to wing dang the one that Flo is hitting. Okay. 26. Armor class, that's a hit. 11 damage. Okay. Fluffy leaps forward and lands right next to Sammy Stoneslinger and fires his crossbow at the one that's fighting Flo. Misses. Nearly hits Flo in the head. Uh, Flo, it's your turn. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to um, use my Ring of the Ram. I'm going to punch this sucker. 
Okay. Do you remember how that works? Not really. Uh, the attack roll always has a plus seven bonus. And then you roll two die ten per charge. And it's pushed five feet away from you. Okay, I'm going to use two charges. So I'm going to roll my d20 and add seven. Yep. And I'm going to take four d10. Okay. Fourteen. That is a hit. Twenty-seven. All right. Doesn't he get pushed? Yeah, it gets pushed five feet. So a ram leaps out of your ring, flies over and headbutts the zill. And and I punched him, like, hopefully towards the other one. Yeah, yeah. So you're both flanking. You're because yeah. they were standing one on each side of the door, and you guys came around from the sides behind them. So you hit it with the ram, and it flies five feet away from you and lands on its side and rolls and tumbles, lifelessly landing on the ground. Zrundledor. Zrundledor attacks with his maul. That's a 28 hit. That's a hit. 12 damage. Okay. I guess it's going to attack Grundledor. So you can only speak with the thing you touch, right? You can't, you don't understand the language now, right? Yeah, I think I just like. It's not like comprehending languages. It's like you can understand whenever anything talks, but you were able to speak with that no matter what language you got. Yeah, but then I murdered it because it was going to. So it screams something in Abyssal. 22, Grundledor. Is that a hit? Yeah, it is. Four damage. Oh, okay. I can take that. And it swings at you with one of its claws. Um, 11. It's a miss. And it swings at you with its other claw. 22, also a hit. hit. Five damage. Ooh, okay. I'm down to 56. Sammy Stoneslinger. A magic stone that chump that's left. Armor class 20. It's a hit. 11 damage. Your stone hits it. It's clearly having trouble standing, leaning. And then I blow, and the wind kills it. Nope. Dang. Only if your wind does one whole damage. Fluffy fires his crossbow. And that misses, and it almost hits Grundledor in his head. Oh. Blow. I'm going to shoot an arrow at it. Okay. 28 AC. It's a hit. It, di- it dies. Do you want to roll damage? Yes. 15. Super overkill. Worth it. Your arrow hits it in the neck and chops its head clean off. Yes! I whisper. Its body stands there slumping as its head thuds on the ground. Quick, jump up and slide into its guts and then put its head on like a helmet. Yeah, do it. Then you'll have no. that. The, no. Then you'll no. disguise will be no. perfect. I take his extra arms off, though, and we string them up. Hey, groupies, it's Ed, your favorite DM. I just wanted to say thanks for listening. You guys are all awesome. Uh, remember our album is already out on Spotify and Pandora and YouTube music and wherever you listen to music, you can get it there. You can also get it on Bandcamp, which is where everyone listens to music. So head over to Bandcamp and download it if you want to, uh, after you pay for it. And, uh, also check out our website, follow us on, you know, Facebook and Twitter and stuff like that. Um, remember to check out our Patreon if you want to hear the behind the screen interviews with me, even though I'm a little behind on those things. If you want postcards, you get them from Patreon too. That's pretty awesome. So check that stuff out. Uh, I hope everyone's being safe and staying home as much as they can because, you know, trying to be safe these days. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Let's get back to the action. If you'd cast tongues on yourself, then you could go in. Now. No, tongues means you you and whoever you cast it on nope. can communicate. You think that because you didn't just read the spell like I did. DM. They would all understand me. Would they know that you're not speaking their language? I don't know. So you didn't have to touch that thing? No, it says the, um, this spell grants the creature you touch the ability to understand any spoken language it hears. So I could, should have just freaking touched myself. Moreover, moreover, when the target speaks, any creature that knows at least one language and can hear the target understands what it says. Why did you touch it then? I don't know. I forgot how it worked because I just barely remembered it. I didn't reread it just then. So then you would have been able to understand the other one. If I had touched myself. Oh, but you made it so that one can understand you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I should do it. I should cast well, it on myself. Also, anything that it said, we could have all understood. Yeah. But if I cast it myself and I cast Alter Self, I can sound like and look like a Zill, and I can go in there with you guys as my prisoners. All right. Okay. So, hack these extra arms off and tie them onto me. Go. I am not doing any of that. 
but I am going to go up to the door and try to see if I can hear through it or look in or see if there's anybody else coming. I'll start hacking away at the corpse then. All right, roll a perception check. You're trying not to open the door is what you're saying. Right. Okay. Eight. Uh, You don't hear anything inside. Are there any windows around there? No windows in the entire tower. You don't need windows in an ethereal plane because you can't see anything. It's just fog. Yeah. Smart. All right, I'm going to crack the door slowly and look in. Okay. You don't see anything. You're looking at the whole room? Mm-hmm. All right. It's a circular room because it's a circular tower, and in the very middle is an elevator. Oh. With a little up arrow. I'm going to cast tongues on myself. I've got this miniature tower of Babel. Okay. I feel like we had a ruling on this before. If I cast clairvoyance in the elevator and then send the elevator up to the top floor, will it go with the elevator or will the elevator go through the clairvoyance? I think it'll stay in the elevator. All right, I'm going to do that. I cast clairvoyance on the elevator, inside the elevator, and then I push the top floor button and then I let it go up. All right. Well, first you called it. Yeah, first I call it. Okay. It was not here. It was up. Could I see what floor it had been on? One. Perfect. And then I wait ready. If there are Zill, then I'm going to hit them with a sling. All right, the door opens up on floor zero. Empty? Yeah. Okay. How many buttons are in the elevator? Two. What do they no, say? There are four. There's, wait, there's five. There's a one, a zero, an open doors, a closed doors, and an emergency button. All right. I'm going to cast clairvoyance inside the elevator. Oh, wait, there's a hold door also. I push one, but I stay out of the elevator. I let it go up without me. Okay. You see the inside of an elevator, and then after a while, the door, the elevator opens, and you see three Zill standing around. One seems to be wounded, and one is slightly larger than the other two. Also, there's like a throne with an eight-year-old girl on it. All right. They all look at the elevator when it opens, and they have spears pointed at it. Except for the one that's bigger than it has four swords in its hands. All right, I think we have two options. There might be more options than these two. One, we prop the Medusa's head up on a chair or something and then send the elevator up. That girl will die also. I'm worried about that. Well, we'll just metagame, and if you get in trouble, then we'll send the Medusa head up on the broom. How heavy is the Medusa head? Mage oh, hand shit, can he hold it. it up. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, definitely, yeah. Just leave it in the elevator. Are you going to do that thing where you stand the broom up? Like, isn't it the current challenge everyone's doing? They're standing brooms up. I yeah. Don't know what you're talking oh, about. Oh, the but broom it wouldn't challenge. work if there's like a weighted thing at the top of it. You just have to balance the, the skull right. I mean, the, the did dome. they come into the elevator? Nope. The door's just closed. Do you mean to cast invisibility on the Medusa head? Oh my God. I don't know if it works if you can't see it. <laughs> this is a real conundrum. I was thinking about bringing it up earlier, but then I thought that would be derailing to the podcast. I don't know. Derailing to our podcast. But seriously, though, right? Like, is the magic from the the eyes emit stoneness? I think you have to lock eyes. Okay. Well, then I feel like if it's the gaze into each other's. Or is it just like a radiation that kind of emits? No, I think you have to gaze into each other's eyes. Mutual seeing. So if it's invisible until it decided it isn't invisible anymore, it's essentially harmless. Can you block Medusa gazes with illusions? Maybe. If you have an illusion of having sunglasses on. But it's really just a Medusa head? Or you, you pretend to be like... But it can't you just, see your eyes. You just hit, carry the head see. like this, and you put like a real like sexy body on it. People won't help but look at the body. I can um, alter myself to look like Medusa. Hold the invisible Medusa head. On your own face. On my hand. 
and then walk up there and scare the crap out of them and then be the recipient of many arrows. That's true. They might stab you. Yeah, okay. All right. Well, we can also send some sort of explosion up there. Maybe this girl is still our friends. I think I want to know if she's trapped. Can you listen? Can you change it to listening? It's still at the top. I switched to listening. Sounds like the inside of an elevator. Uh, There's elevator music. Nice. Guys, I think that we just have to go up and uh, mess these dudes up. Tell us exactly what you saw up there. There are three Zill pointing spears at the elevator. Uh, One of them's the one I heard earlier, probably. It's hurt. I assume it's the one I hurt. And then your main girl, Zeta, is on the throne behind them. I don't know if she thinks that she's the queen of the Zill or if they're making her the queen of the Zill, but it's weird to put her on the throne if she's a prisoner. Right. Does she seem okay? Like, she look injured? She looked great. Okay, which direction is she exactly? Because I could just point at her and send her a message and ask if she's okay. So she's above you right now. Like, which direction? If you point here, move my arm. I point upward. I say, move my arm. Okay, I do it. So it's pointing right at her. It's straight up. I cast a message to Zeta. Got a message for you. And I say, Zeta, are you okay? It's your babysitter. She says, oh, hey, Flo. Uh, I'm fine. I just want to go home. But they said I can't go home anymore because it's all destroyed. And everybody's dead. And I'm sad about it. Just tell her to close her eyes and we'll send the fucking Medusa up. I send her a second message. And I say, girl, close your eyes and turn around and face the other direction. Don't, now. No, that'll alert them. Just tell oh, her to close her eyes. Close your eyes. Don't look at the elevator. Okay. You might want to tell her why so she doesn't. Oh, but then she might warn them. Are you closing your eyes? I say you gotta, in another new... message. Yeah. Okay, go, go, go. She's closing her eyes. All right. We uh, call the elevator again. Call the elevator. I tell everybody down here to close their eyes. I cast Mage Hand. Or no? Are we just putting it in the I was just going to put it in. Okay. Like on the floor? Yeah. Okay. Oh, maybe I'll just get in behind it. Okay. We all should. Yeah, we should all get in behind it. Okay. Is it shiny inside? Is it reflective inside the elevator? Good thing to check. No. All right. Wood panels. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, let's all get in the elevator. Okay. You know what? Fluffy, why don't you keep an eye on Brian and Brianna? Okay. Down here. I mean, okay. Stay out of sight. Like, keep the door closed. Okay. I'll dig a foxhole. Pulls a shovel out of somewhere and starts digging a hole. I'm going to close my eyes once I get in the, the elevator, just in case a mishap happens. Perfect. Then we all get in the elevator, lined up. I say all. The three of us. Antler Mayhem. The heroes of this story. Get in the elevator. Backs to the wall. Looking at the door. Sammy in the middle. And we go up. And Sammy's ready to... He's holding onto the snakes. And he's ready to... Pull the head out of the sack that it's in with uh, all of us having our eyes closed. Make sure you see that the girl's eyes are closed before you pull it out. Yeah, in case she didn't listen. She told me she was closing her eyes. Okay, but I don't do that. So Medusa's head is in the pillowcase and your eyes are closed. You're going to ride up and it's going to ding and you're going to keep your eyes closed and just pull it out facing away from me. Why is it in the pillowcase? Yeah, why are your eyes closed? Both of those things seem silly. One I close my eyes just because I don't trust Sammy to not flash me with it. All right, then I'll drop the billowcase before we get to the top is the point. Okay. I just want to be able to put it back in. Yeah, so pillowcase in your left hand, snakes in your right hand, it's facing yeah. in front of you. Yeah, and when the door opens, you hope they look at it. And I cast message one more time that says, no peeking! Sammy, you better make sure you pry the thing's eyes open with your fingers in case the eyelid's closed. That's not how Medusa heads work. Oh, okay. Everyone that's seen... Clash of the Titans knows. <laughs> yeah. You ride the elevator up, and it dings, and the doors open. The big Zill and the unwounded Zill turn to stone. And the other Zill, who you feel like you've hit with a magic stone before, lets out some blood-curling scream and runs at you. Roll initiative. 21. Everybody. 16. 22. Blow, you're first. I want to run into that room 
and stand between Zeta and anyone else to protect her. All right, you're going to turn around and look at the elevator? No. You're just going to run straight at her and look at her? Yeah. Okay. Aren't you going to, like, literally run through the space that this guy attacking us is running through? Is that true? Yeah, you're running right past him. In fact, you'd probably take an opportunity attack if you did that. Okay, fine. Um, How far away is she from us, the Zeta? It's not that big of a tower. Less than 30 feet. 20 feet from me, maybe. That puts it in, like, the 40-foot diameter-ish tower, right? That's 90 feet tall. Yeah, no, I think 40 feet diameter. It's not like that new Ogs held squat tower. Okay. Um, I am going to say to him, I just want to take Zeta and then get my bow ready to shoot him if he seems to attack any of us. He's attacking you. Like actively? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I just don't want to kill people if I don't have to. Ah. Unless they're like newly freed Griggs running across the field to meet their families. Press F in chat. What does that mean? To pay respects. To pay respects for the slaughtered Grig. Okay. Uh, does a 28 hit? Yeah. 11 damage. All right, you fire an arrow straight into the center of its chest cavity. It grabs onto it and says something in Infernal and just falls Wait, on I heard him. Tongues. What did he say? Oh, it says, uh, good chaos smite me. I'll never live again. And he falls onto his she. She falls onto her knees. Looks at you right in the face. Says you can't turn me to stone. And falls over dead. All right, I run out of the elevator. Zeta, are you okay? You can not open your eyes yet. Sammy, put that thing away. I'm waiting for my time. Yeah, I take a turn. All right, put the head back in the sack. All right, there's no more combat. The room is like a donut around this uh, elevator shaft, and it's just lined with weapon racks full of swords. Every exotic, weird sword, a two-bladed sword. uh, Oh, detect magic. Oh, yeah, I cast detect magic. You can't see it, and that's tragic. But I can with detect magic. Uh, like roughly 10% of them are magical. We take those ones. Let's take there's all one, of them. There's one that's like exceptionally magical. Oh, yeah. Take that one. Just identify on that. Identify. If it looks like. Well, seems obvious enough. And it smells like. Well, surprising. If it tastes like. Then it must be shit. It's a sword plus two. Mm-hmm. Oh, what kind of sword is it? Gormax looks more magical than it does. It's a long sword. So the most magical one is just a plus two sword. Yeah. I mean, that's better than my rapier. My rapier is a plus one. So if you don't want that, I'll take that. I guess none of my swords are. They're all plus. Let's ones, just take they? them all. All right. Let's say you get like eight more. Plus one swords of whatever style you want. Oh, we can sell some of this shit. And that plus two. All right, who's taking the plus two sword? You can. I'll take it, I guess. All right, and then we'll each take three plus one swords, and then Grungo could have two. Okay. How are we going to carry all this? So what's my sword called? It doesn't have a name. You can call it whatever you want. Hey, Zeta? Yeah, Flo? We found Fluffy. You found Fluffy? He's downstairs. All right. He's eight feet tall. Have you ever seen him like that before? No, we just got to get Zill and get out of here. Where's Zill? She's right there. And she's a statue now. Yeah. I don't think we can do anything about that. What are we going to do now that the prime material plane is destroyed and everybody's dead? No, nah, that's We're going to have true. to live here forever. I don't think that's true. I think they lied to you. Come with us down the elevator. Zill wouldn't lie to me. We're friends. Zill kidnapped you. What? Yep. She stole you. Like a candy bar. She said you guys were going to hurt me. No. We're here to protect you. You said you found Fluffy? Fluffy's downstairs. I want to see Fluffy. Fluffy has a hat on and is very tall and gruff. So just be prepared. He has a crossbow. He's seen some stuff. Some shit. Some shit. Okay. You're getting to be old enough. You're past the age of responsibility. You gotta know that war is hell. 
Now get in the elevator. Let's go. Okay. You write it down. No, you write it down. You go outside. Yeah. yeah. As soon as she sees Fluffy, she goes, Fluffy! And she runs over and jumps into his arms and he hugs her. The biggest hug you've ever seen. And he smiles like you haven't seen him smile yet. And he says, I'm never going to smoke another cigarette now that I have my best friend Zeta back. And he takes off his helmet and he hucks it into the ether. Fluffy, how are we going to get home? I have the key. You have the key? Well, we, we All don't... we need is a door. What door? A door. Oh, let's go back in the elevator. It has to go to a space that doesn't have another exit. Like this tower. The house wouldn't work because it has a back door. Oh my goodness. Cool. Everyone stand, stay inside the tower. The tower. Does the tower have a second door? Let's look no. around. There's we no look other, around. There's no other door. Okay. Okay. Do it. Everyone gets inside? Everyone holds their hands on the key at the same time. And everyone links arms. And then we say, through the power of rock and roll and the power of love, together we turn the key and set ourselves free back to the prime material plane. Hey, hey. And Fluffy goes, and the power of violence. And I click my heels three times. There's no place like home. All right. You're all shoved, minus the eight foot tall bunny. Grotador, Flo, Sammy, Zeta, Brian, and Brianna are all shoved into a closet. At least it wasn't the trunk. It's not big enough for all of you. Can we open the door? Who dies? Yes. No, you just all spill out into the room, into the playroom. Is Fluffy with us? Um, You see Zeta is holding the stuffed animal bunny, Fluffy, and she goes, Fluffy, I found Fluffy. He's my best friend in the whole world. And she gives him a big hug. She's like, Fluffy, I'm so happy. I can't wait till we have tea again. And then Brian goes, speaking of which, I better make sure my stew's not burnt. And he goes out of the room. And Brianna says, you guys nearly got us all killed. But seeing the smile on Zeta's face makes me feel so good. I think we should just not tell Nathaniel about any of this. (laughs) Hey. You really showed a lot of courage back there whenever we needed you to. When I hid behind Fluffy. <laughs> when you hid behind Fluffy and you threw that rock way high in the air. Yeah, I don't think it was going to do anything. I thought it was just a rock. Why don't you take this for the future in case you have to defend this household again? And I give her a sword plus one. Yeah, she's like, plus I'm a warrior now. I'm a level one warrior, baby. I have a die 10 hit points now. And then you leave the room just as Nathaniel opens the front door and he says, I'm home. And Zeta goes, Daddy, and runs over and jumps up in his arms and says, I found Fluffy. Antler Mayhem found Fluffy for me. And he goes, I knew they could solve the caper. Yeah, Nancy Druid's got nothing on us. Oh, shit. We're supposed to find Nancy Druid in the East. (laughs) (laughs) Well, she's gone forever. (laughs) Whoops. And then he's like, well, I did all the paperwork, so uh, you guys want to play a show at the Red Wagon? Yeah. Sure thing. All right, I'm just going to put Zeta to bed because it's her, it's her bedtime. All right, I'll be right down. And then as everybody leaves the room, Sammy takes out his three mechanized toys and puts them on the tea table because we destroyed all of her pets. <laughs> oh, that's sweet of you, Sammy. Yeah. And Xerxes is still a uh, plastic Oh, well, we didn't want him to starve. She can turn him back. She knows how well, to. We have well, key, we have the key. And I don't think we him. should yeah. leave the key with her. Yeah, let's turn him back. But yeah. they could shape the rest of her life into a short. Let's turn Xerxes back. Yeah, we turn Xerxes back. Put Xerxes in the trunk. Yeah. Turn it. All right, he turns back into a real lizard. But the action figures are gone. The Sammy one that says critical miss. They're all, all the action figures are gone. Sammy, just so you know, you were an action figure. When we opened the case at the trunk after you disappeared. Yeah. There was a Sammy Stoneslinger action figure. You're saying we should do a new lineup merch because it was so cool? Yeah. And we'll never know what the flow in the Grundledore action figures said. I dodge, I dodge. I shit myself, I shit myself. Yeah, then we go to the Head over to the Red Wagon. Did Dirk come find us at the house? Nope. We told Allie to tell Dirk to come find us. Okay. Turns out you can't rely on anybody. Especially not Dirk. So Nathaniel takes you to the Red Wagon under the cover of night. You sneak past some guards easily. And you play a show to a sold-out crowd. Hello, Red Wagon! We are Antler Mayhem! 
Then after the show, everyone's like, all right, let's head back to the Taverna. Unless you guys don't want to, but it's late at night. Yeah. Do you guys want me to cast Elder Self on all three of us so we can get back safe? I'm afraid that you're not going to be able to cast it on us. Why? Because it says self in the title. (laughs) Oh, that does make sense. All right. Never mind. I'll just cast it on myself. Get away from myself And really just become someone else For looks, for skills, or maybe just a thrill I need to get away from myself Yeah, unless you want to stop at a casino or something We can stop at a casino, but now I look like a loxodon Because I think they're freaking sweet Sick Yeah, let's go back to Taverna All right, you guys step outside. The entire street is full of town guards. In the front, every third person has a lantern revealing pointed directly on you. Your altar self is foiled. There are griffin riders flying in the air, poised to attack. We go back in. 
And the captain of the guard standing in the back has a megaphone that's just like a magical megaphone. It's a cone of thaumaturgy. And she says, Antler Mayhem, you're under arrest. For what? Oh, that's what Dirk was supposed to find out what charges were brought up against us. For releasing ancient evils. For murder. For trespassing. What murders did we do? For poisoning under Getza. We didn't do any of that. Except the first thing, and it was an accident. Burning down the Vernon Sanctum. Destroying the Holy we Temple. We didn't burn down the Vernon Sanctum. Who did that? Also breaking that statue of the dude that was kicking kids. We didn't do that either. And Who burned down the forest? Is Celia okay? And breaking out the evil Guskex from jail. We didn't do that. We wanted him in jail. Someone else is against us. Come in peace or you'll be executed. Is Dark Bias? Uh, you see... Back toward the guard, Vraxian and Dirk are both in shackles, standing there. Son of a gun! Guys, I think it's time for us to give it up. Let's just go in, close the door, and use that key and get out of here. Oh, yeah! Swallow that key! And then when we're in the cell, it only has one door, you know what I'm saying? You have a right to a fair trial! Do I really have to swallow it? Anything other than giving up right now will be considered an Just, act of you violence. You know where to put it. All right. You will be executed. Sammy puts his hands up. I hand the key to Grendeldor. Sammy makes put. a big show of putting his hands up and says, We're coming peacefully, and I just want to say I applaud the entire guard force for their great sleuthing and tracking down antler mayhem. Hopefully that's distracting enough. While he did that, I swallow the key. Please drop all of your weapons and instruments. Keep your hands above your head while you do it. This seems like an impossible quest. Too bad. I can't. Can someone take it off of me? Like, I don't want to break my instruments. Someone help me. Endler Mayhem sure has found themselves in a pickle this time. How will they escape? Find out next time on a brand new, all exciting adventure here on Bardic Mystery Tour. show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com. Bardic Mystery Tour is recorded at Looking for Group Pittsburgh. Looking for Group Pittsburgh is a land center in the Brookline neighborhood of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. If you're in the area, stop by for games, co-working, or events. Find more information or schedule your next party at lfgpgh.com. Through the fog and smoke of ethereal chaos, a voice can be heard. Hello? Is anybody out there? My name is Hector, and I'm from Grand Argetta. Hello?